welcome to Dr. David's Holistic Dentistry videocast number 18. Your host today, Dr. David Cowick and myself, Boyan Zimmerman. Today, Dr. David will talk about overactive fight or flight response, also known as the acute stress response. So welcome, David. Welcome, Boyan. David, uh, uh, fight or flight response, what is this exactly and how and when do we know we have this reaction? Well, I find uh, a lot of my patients at the moment um, with what's going on in the world, uh, the whole body is under a lot of stress. Um, and if they've already been stressed for a number of different reasons, it's just getting worse and worse, um, which then leads to it making it quite challenging, uh, either whether coming to the dentist or having dental treatment because uh, it's just often too much for people. So people who are phobic of the dentist are often because they're just at some stage, they've just been put in this uh, fight or fright stress mode um, and they're unable to keep it under control. So um, <clears throat> it's often related to uh, the ability to breathe through the nose is one thing, certainly at the dentist, uh, that if you're a mouth breather, uh, then you're often have got probably memories when you were younger of lying back in the in the dental chair and not being able to breathe when your mouth's open and everything just gets too much and you you panic uh, so that's just a sort of a, a simple ex example of that fight or fright kicking in um, sometimes if you've had a certain a dental uh, injection with adrenaline um, that Again, some people, it will just tip them over the edge and they have this fight or fright, sympathetic nervous system override, really. Um, but what if, uh, as a dentist, I see that the patients that I can help most are often the ones that actually have struggles with their sleep and their breathing. Um, and they're very, very tense and... Uh, uh, if I can work with them and maybe they work with other practitioners who look at breathing aspects and breathing retraining um, and things like um, cold therapy and Wim Hof type uh, aspects, they're able to understand the link between their, their emotional state and their uh, physical state and their whole system. They're able to get control of it uh, often by breathing exercises um, at night their sleep is often disturbed because they are mouth breathing so for people who are snoring at night and they're snoring with their mouth open then their whole nervous system is being turned on their blood pressure is increasing the body is under a lot of stress and often there's a period where you're holding your breath as well or you just stop breathing and maybe the body says stop breathing uh, and that's where a, a sleep study is advised to, to rule out sleep apnea because obviously that's the acute stage of uh, this fight or fright system where your body's in a massive shock and it can have catastrophic uh, effects. So nighttime, the mouth is so important, um, ideally to be closed and you're breathing through your nose. So uh, one of the first things we look at is the ability, even though we're dentists, the ability for you to be able to breathe through your nose. And if you can't, 
then we know that we're going to see some problems in your mouth. We're going to see problems with gum problems, um, probably cracked teeth from clenching during the night as well. And when you're clenching and you can't breathe through your nose, then you can't breathe. And that's, you know, that's it's the consequences, cracked teeth, root canals, the whole pain, a lot of discomfort, headaches, neck pain, uh, just everything gets tense. So that's where this, this fight or fright is something that really from the moment you wake up in the morning, if you're waking up tired and you haven't slept or you've kept waking up all through the night, then your, uh, your adrenals have been working through the night um, and you feel like you want to go back to bed again. So this, this fight or fright is a sort of feeling almost like you're at a burnout point. Um, and that's where a simple process in the morning of just a little flat teaspoon, only a flat teaspoon of coconut oil, put it in your mouth and just uh, hold it in your mouth and move it around in between your teeth. But the benefit of that is it makes you breathe through your nose as well. So even if you're a poor nasal breather, you can manage it for a minute and then build up to beyond obviously uh, to five minutes. And then once you get to five minutes, you'll find you'll be able to be able to do it for quite a bit of time. Uh, and you can go for a walk with the oil in your mouth. It gets very low viscosity, so it, it doesn't stay really sticky and hard like a coconut oil would be. Um, but that means that you're just gently breathing through your nose. And that nose breathing, it stimulates what's called the vagus nerve, which is the opposite to the fight or fright. It's the calming, healing, regeneration um, part of the body. So by actually just nasally breathing and doing that oil pulling, you're stimulating the opposite of the sympathetic, you're stimulating the parasympathetic. Um, and then your organs start working, your respiratory system calms down, and basically uh, you're ready for the day. Um, and obviously through the night, it would be good if you were doing that through the night, but some people just can't, and uh, they really struggle. And then the pressures of the day gets on top of you. So that's where uh, we're seeing a lot of people who are stuck in this fight or fright. And then there are dental situations, obviously the airways and sleep is important, but you may have an infection in your mouth, whether it be a wisdom tooth or an infected tooth from a, an abscess or a failed root canal. Um, these infections, again, just stress your body uh, and often when we address those infections, the body calms down as well and its ability to calm and get to uh, take that one of those stresses out of your life. So that's where I feel dentistry is really uh, a key factor and a lot of people are avoiding the dentist at the moment, but because we're wearing masks and we're rebreathing uh, from the mask all the time, uh, our oxygen levels may be going down a little bit um, and our CO2 levels are going up and then the stresses are kicking in again. So I think it's, it's important to see a dentist to make sure that your oral health is as, uh, as optimal as it can be. And that coconut oil in the morning is a good little insurance policy to, uh, to do in the morning uh, so that it just changes the floor in your mouth and, uh, and calms you down. Okay. Yeah, stress often comes, let's call it stress in general, um, subtle. Humans, I have the feeling that's, uh, I, I 
I refer to myself, often stress comes through the back door and it's underlying there and we don't realize it. Um, then as you say, the breathing is changing. Um, so how can I find out if I'm a mouse breather or not? I wake up, I don't remember, but uh, is there a way I, find it, I can find it out? Well, I mean, there's a simple test you can do with your finger or a pencil or a pen. Um, if you bite your teeth together and bring your lips together and just try and breathe through your nose and just yeah. breathe in and out through your nose. If you struggle to do that, then when you're lying on your back and your tongue is falling backwards, um, then it's going to be worse. Now, if you put a pencil or e even your finger and just put your finger between your teeth and then put your lips around your finger mm -hmm. and now breathe through your nose. Now, you may find that all of a sudden you can breathe through your nose which means yeah. to us that there's something that we could potentially help you with in your mouth, whether looking at your bite, maybe making you a little guard or a splint that just opens your bite so that you can breathe through your nose. And it's often, you can do this with you lying back, lying on your back in, in bed or wherever um, and do the same exercise with your finger and see if there's any benefit um, because just opening your bite it sometimes it, draw, it draws your tongue away from the back of your airway and then you can often breathe better through your nose. So, that, yeah. I mean, that's a simple way. Um, but if you've got tonsils and adenoids, if, you know, teenagers with tonsils and adenoids, um, they really struggle to breathe through their nose because they've got this obstruction, um, especially when they're lying back. So then their sleep is poor and they're really struggling to, to breathe and oxygenate properly. Uh, and have enough energy to get on with the day at school. So obviously looking at the, the back of the mouth and making sure that there's no big tonsils um, obstructing. Um, and sometimes it doesn't have to be a child, it can be an adult. If they've got big tonsils that they're not aware of, that's often one of the things that is affecting their ability to nasally breathe at night. So they're constantly mouth breathing um, and pulling their jaw forward to pull their tongue away which then stresses the neck and they get jaw pain and temporomandibular joint pain because they're, they're pushing their jaw to breathe. And often their front teeth start wearing away as well because they're, they're pushing their jaw and then moving it around to try and breathe and your teeth gradually get shorter. So if you've got short teeth, again, that's a sign that maybe you're a bit of a mouth breather at night or you've got some form of obstruction um, which may need assessing. Mm -hmm. Would you recommend a special pillow um, um, or is there any difference between different pillows? Uh, look, uh, it, a, a pillow uh, really depends how big you are, depends your body shape. It, uh, you know, lying on your back is not ideal, really, if you are uh, struggling to... You know, if you're having this poor sleep, lie, lying on your left side uh, with a well-supporting pillow, but it depends how big your shoulders are up to the gap between the bed and your head. 
and then your hips as long as your hips are comfortable as well so maybe a pillow between your knees as well so that everything's aligned uh, but that's where a chiropractor and an osteopath or a physio sort of assessment as well to make sure that you know we work as a team in the whole alignment of the body um, so mm -hmm. you know, a pillow is important um, but the position you're in to breathe well is probably the most important mm -hmm. Now, I tend to snore when I'm stressed. Uh, this, I get told that I'm snoring and I have a, I have a clear correlation with that. So yeah. what to do um, when, when the snoring topic kicks in suddenly? Well, uh, it's, normally, it's normally my wife that kicks me. <laughs> <laughs> in, uh, if you're snoring, it's uh, really uh, lying on your side, things will improve. Um, Again, snoring is just a, a, a potential sign that you may have sleep apnea. So having, uh, it's easier these days to actually get your sleep assessed. Uh, certainly if you're living in Brisbane, um, you can get a home sleep study. So a nurse comes to your house and they wire you with a number of all the different cables that are required. Um, but you sleep in your own bed with your own pillow. And you follow all the normal routine that you would do. And then in the morning, uh, they turn up and they take all the information away and they find out, have you been snoring? What position have you been in? Have you been on your side? Are you snoring most on, on when you're on your back? So it's the lying on your back that's the big problem. What are your oxygen levels like? Um, it's a really simple uh, thing to do to really give you an idea because if you're having obstructions or partial obstructions, some people are holding their breath for 50 seconds, maybe 50 times in the night. Now, if you try to hold your breath for 50 seconds once, it's a struggle. So you can imagine how much stress your body's under. So that's where a GP ruling out sleep apnea. As a dentist, I can't diagnose, but we can see signs in the mouth. We can see um, some acidic erosion so that you, your back teeth are have dissolved away because your digestive juices are coming up into your mouth because of the stress that you're under, um, ridging on the side of your tongue and in the cheeks. So we can see in the mouth uh, these signs that potentially this might be uh, a bigger problem than, than just snoring. And it's important to, uh, to rule it out because if you have sleep apnea, then you're at risk of a stroke in the night, you're at risk of a heart attack, you know, and nobody wants that from their partner or, you know, it, it's just snoring is not a funny thing. It's, uh, it's something that really should be taken seriously. Yes, yes. Yeah. And <clears throat> any other tips to, to calm down um, that um, oil pulling is fantastic, going for a walk, having a dog helps too, because the dog wants to get out. So any other tips? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, look, the breathing, the um, cold therapy that uh, is becoming more popular, it just enables you to, uh, to enable your mind to take on a stress and, take, and, make, and get it under control. And, and it makes your mind realize that you can control a lot of stress and you can get control of it just by your breathing and, and the attitude you have in your mind. Um, so those, those things that, I mean, obviously they're not, they're not dental, but we work uh, with um, uh, 
and there's a guy in Brisbane called Johannes um, from Breathe Less, and uh, he's uh, fantastic at teaching these uh, these these regimes that you can introduce into your life. Mm, interesting. Wow, great. Okay, David, <clears throat> thank you for your time and great, great information. And for the viewers and listeners, thank you for joining us. And if you have any questions and comments, we'd love to hear um, about them. And we look forward to seeing you in the next video. Okay, see you then.